You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Whoa. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Texans. Why are you so hyped today? Because NFL season is around the corner. Now that is true. Training camp for the Houston Texans start on Thursday. Thursday, a few teams kicked off today, uh, which was probably needed for those few teams. But uh, training camp does start off for the Houston Texans this Thursday. Uh, they don't have a GM, but I'm not going to get on that. However, we are back kicking it off the right way. Um, some things to talk about today. Um, now with training camp around the corner, with training camp being on, around the corner, guess what else is around the corner? What's that? Well, the preseason. And after that, what? Mm-hmm. In the real season, the real fun Everything begins. kicks off. It's, I'm excited. You're not excited? No, I'm excited. <clears throat> I'm excited because... The NFL really has lacked, what's the word I'm looking for? Attraction since the last football game, especially in a positive way. A lot of the news that had came out in the NFL was well, very negative, and I don't want to get into like that. It was like that until um, Friday morning. That's a lot of you know BS, but I'm not going to get into that. But now this is around the time. Well, this is the time where you can get fully invested into your team. Roster cuts are going to start happening. Uh, the worst part about it all is these freak accidents, freak injuries that nobody ever wants to um, really see their team go through. So that is the most exciting part. And then just building your team, looking at who's going to be more effective than a year prior, getting excited about your rookies. I know if you're a New York Giant fan, if you follow Locked On Giants, then you see what's been going on with Daniel Jones and is he ready to take the the, the, the helm from Eli. Or if you're down here for the Houston Texans, well, the guy that drafted these guys, we're going to have to stick with him. We have to give him a chance. Brian Gain is out the door, but we got to keep these rookies. So we got to see what Titus Howard is going to look like. We got to see what Warren is going to look like and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Lonnie Johnson Jr., and is he going to bounce back from those bad reports that he had early on in the summer when he was out of shape? So the next couple days is going to be more than interesting. It's going to be it's going to be a, a fun time to dive in and really look at the team. So I'm excited about that, and I know you are too, Cody, as well. What do we have on the other side of the break? Um, we're going to talk about some players, some positions that we are very, very excited to see about going into um, training camp. And um, I just got some interesting news on my phone. What you got? A little source. You know, we're we going to say that, you know, after What do you the got? We're going to say that after the break. But um, this is Locked On Texas. And hey, by the way, guys, if you are thinking about um, getting any kind of food delivery, I just want to tell you real quick about Postmates. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, or whatever kind of delivery service all year round. 
For a limited time only, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credits for the first seven days. Download the Postmates app and use the code Locked On to receive this special offering. You going to use that, John? I, I'm about to use it right now. <laughs> You use it and let me know. And on the other side of the break, we're going to get into like some some source news that I just got. All that and more on Locked On Texans. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody over here is excited about Postmates. Oh, yeah. I am definitely <laughs> excited. But I, you know what I'm excited about? Finally, we can say sources. I mean, I don't want to say sources. Sources. But, you know, some inside information that I just received are saying that there are three teams who are heavily trying to trade for Jadavian Clowney before the season begins. One of those teams are the Philadelphia Eagles, who are leading the pack right now. Another team that's that's being involved. This is bad. uh, Another team that's being involved. Are the New England Patriots. Now, they're... Not the big brother. The New England Patriots. Big brother's trying to come and take what the little brother has? Oh, no. Um, The third team, as of right now, they have been kind of quiet. But I believe that third team is the New York Jets. John, how you feel about this? Let me tell you something, Carter. What we talked about. We've been (sighs) talking... This is why... This entire situation has been screwed from the beginning. We had so much to talk about. And then my boy over here, Cody, got the sources, the inside leak. What have we been talking about? If the contract was not going to get made before the draft, then what should have happened? You should have dealt them. And now... What's makes this? I, I, I'm not even confident that if they would have traded them and got pieces, they would have even drafted the right players. Considering who was the GM at the time of the but draft, at this least, is, at least they had a GM. Now the Texans nothing. might they do a no trade work. with no GM, which means this might be highway robbery. And what did I say during my rant? Who has the leverage? I said it. What camp? It's the Jadavian Clowney's camp. You're right. If this is true, if this happens, teams around the league, and I, I thoroughly believe the reason why this is coming out now and if this trade goes down, if I'm you, or no, I'm sorry, if, if I'm any GM in the league, if I'm the 31 other teams in the league, the moment I see, first of all, the Houston Texans didn't get this deal done, and we know how players are now. These guys are smart, and they are willing to sit out for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Especially, but, considering but, but to his defense, he did say he will play the yeah, 2019 yeah, he did, season. He did, he did say that. So we can't say he's going to do a Le'Veon Bell approach where he just sits out completely. Right, but what I'm saying is these guys, if they say something, then they can stick to it. But if I'm a GM around the league and I see this team hasn't signed this guy, oh, and they don't have a GM? Let me go eat. Let me eat. What, what, what Shaq says? Barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken alert. And you mean to tell me the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been able to really build their roster over the course of the last three to four years, with playing with the cap space, they have a chance to go get him? And they have one of the best defensive teams in, in the, the league. league. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> oh, you guys tried to get our guy? 
if the New England Patriots pull this off, if the Eagles pull this off, if the off, Eagles pull it off, it'll be scarier. But if the Patriots pull this off, that is one of the biggest slaps in the face. That, that is going to be, we're putting you in your place. Stop it. This is, I'm going to let you have the floor, but there's no way in hell you can tell me that not having a GM, now three teams, it's been a week and a half, two weeks now. Now three teams are interested. You didn't get a deal done. And if I'm a GM of any one of these teams in the league, we, we can pick through three to four or five different guys who got to consult with one another and maybe confused about what the other one wants to do. Easy money. We called this a long time ago. You have always been on the side of get this deal done. Mm-hmm. And you always been on the side of if you're not going to get the deal done, get, trade Go him. ahead and get rid of him. Not rid of him like he's bad, but go ahead and make your move. And then when the draft happened and he was still on the roster, mm-hmm. we both said get the deal done. Because if you don't, then when if you do try to make a trade and if you do find a trade partner, you lost all leverage. And looking back on it in hindsight, even if they would have traded him, I still think they would have screwed it up. But at the end of the day, this is, this but is at the much. end of the day, one, regardless of what your take is on Brian, he was still a GM. And not only that, they would have gotten multiple pieces for this guy. Now looking into the future, especially with the season right around the corner, they lost leverage. I don't know what they can get for Jadavian Clowney now. Especially, just like you just mentioned, you are a team who's going to have to talk amongst what? What is it? Like five people? It's, a, it's more than one. Five people in order to get somewhat of a, of a deal done. And I guarantee you, none of those five people are on the level of a NFL GM. No. That's no. the worst part about this. No, they're they're licking... Let me tell you what's going on. The NF, these GMs are basically like this. Guys that go through diets and you finally have that day where you can just, I'm going to do whatever I want today. They're licking their fingers at the, 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 the opportunity of grabbing him and having to deal with amateurs. That's a problem. I don't know what's going on on 16 and Kirby. But they need to get it straight because you're dealing with two franchises with the Eagles and the Patriots. And the Jets. And the Jets. It's just been confirmed, the New York Jets. Come on now. <laughs> we dropped that news. This is Locked On Texas Podcast. No, I don't, I don't want to take full credit for this. Well, you know what? Because it was a mixture of me, um, the Eagles Wire, USA Today. They just published something about it like a few minutes ago. And I'm pretty sure by the time you guys hear this, it's going to start coming out more and more and more. Can we give them the date so we can get the official? July 22nd, 2019. 7-14. 7-14 p.m. News. So, when we come back, I guess we can move on. This this news was too much to yeah, pass up on. It, it really and I was. know it's going to bite them. If it, if a trade happens, it's going to be a bad trade for the Texans. Of course, because once again, back. they don't have a GM. At least Brian was an actual NFL GM, regardless of what your take was on this guy. It's not like this was just some random edge rusher who was just starting at a position. No, this is one of the best in the league. And they fumbled the ball. 
Literally. Fumbled. I, I don't know, John. I mean, this this season already getting off to a bad start. You got this and, you know, training camp starts on Thursday and DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt already on the unable to perform list. I'm sure it's a, a, a cautious thing, but we'll see. Moving forward, when we come back, players in positions we are excited to see. And let me tell you, let me tell you guys something. You're not going to go off on our show. We read the reviews, and we really appreciate the good and positive reviews. We really appreciate the other reviews too. Me personally, I love them all. But you're not going to go off on our show. And if you want to go off, leave another review and say you would like to be featured on this show. Let's see how well you do then. Locked on Texas Podcast and Locked on Podcast Network. Don't go nowhere. Your Houston, Texas Daily News. Welcome back in, guys and gals, Texans fans of all ages, whatever you want to call yourself. You know, we are the Bulls on Parade with a party twist here. We had to get that out, that breaking news. But uh, like we hinted to in the opener, there is a lot to look forward to in the coming weeks. Uh, training camp, preseason, regular season is around the corner. Uh, and I'm still excited for Madden. I don't care what you say, Cody. Oh, gosh. I'm still excited for Madden. But When, when does Madden come out? On the second. Oh, okay. Well. That's a Friday. Hmm. And I'm actually in a wedding on that Saturday. Oh, good so for you. I have you. to try to find some time to play the game. But I'm going to find that time. Uh, but nonetheless, one thing we have to realize is, you know, in, in all seriousness, there's things that we can't control. For instance, who gets drafted here? Uh, who gets signed here? Uh, who is traded away? Who doesn't get signed and walks, you know? There's a lot of things to really break down when it comes to running a franchise and as much crap as I've been giving the organization within the last month or so, uh, but especially within the last couple of weeks, that has nothing to do with who's actually on the 90-man 90 roster, 90 roster right now and who has a possibility to make the final roster. And so when you look at that, that is where we have to take – uh, outside blame away. And now you focus on performances within the next month. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm looking at the roster buildup now and the conversation that we are ready to have throughout the next couple weeks and break down. Because what I want to do moving forward is, I know we're going to talk about who we're anticipating now, but moving forward, break down each group. But the player and positions that we are uh, most excited to see moving forward. Now, a couple of these guys, you know, they were brought in by Brian Gain. Uh, and I have a guy who has tremendously, I mean tremendously underperformed, which is why I'm not going to say I'm excited, but I'm more interested to see how much he's going to improve from his prior year considering how much he's making. And you know me, I'm big on contract performance. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, looking at everything, whether it's offense, defense, 
in your eyes, who do you have right now as the most, you know what, I'm ready to see what this guy does? Me personally, I'm more excited to see Kiki Kuti. I cannot wait to see what this guy has in store for us in 2019. And I'm excited to see his reviews. I'm excited to see what they're going to say about this kid coming out of training camp. Because, John, you know me. Ever since we took over this show, I've been one of the main positions that I've been really focusing on that I feel could be even better is the wide receiver position. Like, not. Don't get me wrong. Yes, we have arguably. No, don't best. say arguably. We, it's our opinion. Some other. 99 other, on, on Madden. We have the Texans arguably have the best wide receiver in the league. And after two years of basically just dominating on the, on the field, I truly believe that 2019, the Texans need some kind of receiver to step up. Now, I personally would like that person to be Will Fuller. I even wrote an article about it on the Texans Wire. I don't know if you've seen it. I wrote about. Can Fuller and Hopkins become one of the top five wide receivers duos in the league in 2019? But every that single possibility year, is from because when they're on the field at the same time, yes, you see it. And you see, Will Fuller is a playmaker, but Fuller has yet to show that he can play a full season without getting injured. So I know going into the season, they're saying that he's healthy, but. Honestly, at the end of the day, I still don't know what we're going to get out of a guy who's coming off an ACL tear. This is why I feel that Kiki Kunti is going to have a breakout season. Now, even though we had a small sample size last year, I believe he only played six to eight games last year, if I'm not mistaken. But the guy did show some promise. He had 287 yards on 89 receptions, and he recorded one touchdown in that span. You remember his rookie debut? Mm-hmm. Against Indianapolis, where the guy recorded 109 yards on 11 receptions, which ended up being the most reception for a rookie debut since the AFL-NFL merger. So he has the talent. He has the talent. And not only that, you remember that awful playoff game? He was the only one that looked like he came ready to play. He recorded 110 yards on 11 receptions and scored one touchdown. I am truly excited to see what does... Kunti has in store for the for not only us, but for the Texans going into 2019. And John, I keep saying it over and over and over. I feel like the Texans offense can take another step if they can find a reliable, solid second wideout that they can depend on. Because everyone knows what DeAndre Hopkins is all about. But I, I guarantee you, going into this year, Hopkins is going to see a lot more double team come his way. As if he's not already seeing those. He's going to see triple it's go- teams it's, at it's, this point. It's going to... It's, it's coming. That's why I keep saying if the if the text even if they can use someone as a decoy, like we we can't put our focus all in all on Hopkins right now because we have to pay attention to Fuller. We have to pay attention to to Kunti. To me, I feel like twenty nineteen is going to be a breakout year for this kid. And, and I I really believe so, especially considering if all is well with the rest of the receiving core. And they have some talent on their receiving core. Not a lot of maybe big names, maybe not a lot of guys. Like you look up north with Cleveland, and they have two studs at, receivers, at receiver or uh, just around the league. But they have talent at that position. Now, what I'm looking at overall First is the offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. These guys gave up 62 sacks last year. Even more over 100 QB hits. 
unacceptable. With that offensive line, well, who's new? You have Titus Howard. You have Max Sharpen. And then you also have the likes of uh, Julian Davenport, J- Davenport, who was promoted to the starting lineup, and, you know, Centrell Henderson, he's coming back, so on and so forth. But you want to know who's been the only constant for this offensive line within the last four years, whether he was hurt or not? Nick Martin, mm-hmm. the center. Titus Howard, Max Sharpen, Centrell. Uh, these are all game guys. And none of these guys are looking too credible right now because of who brought them in, which is getting me, it's going to get me to my defensive point. But nonetheless, I'm looking at Nick Martin. Nick, you have been here four years, maybe going on five. Your first couple years, you've battled injury. Oh, you also have Matt Khalil that was brought in as well. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> but Nick Martin, you've battled injuries your first couple of years. You, you've, you've had some issues but within the la- your first couple of years. But in the last couple of years, you've gotten better. This year for me is the year you solidify a couple of things. I will be the rock of this offensive line. You have to. You're the center, and without a center, the offense don't start. This ain't 7-on-7 seven seven where the quarterback can just hold the ball. The, the offense starts with you. Sit hype, it's you. I would be the rock, and not only that, when I look at uh, around the, uh, the rest of my offensive line, I got two rookies, one of which was selected in the first round and who has a lot of expectations on him. I need to be the rock for this offensive line. I'm the only tenured guy out of everybody with my team. Not to say he's been in the league longer than everybody, but you've been with this organization longer than anybody else from the offensive line. Now, this is your moment. I'm solid. I'm solid as a rock. And I may not get all the, the glory. I may not get all the glamour. But I will make sure this offensive line really operates the, the way it needs to because 62 needs to tremendously, not tremendously, dramatically goes down. <laughs> like, that number can't be a repetitive thing. Oh, it, it can't be. It has to go down. It can't be. And I played with one of the, in high school, I played with an amazing center. And I know how important centers are for offensive line. You got a rookie tackle. You got a rookie guard. You got Henderson, who was not healthy. He played, what, a half a game. He got hurt. You have Julian Davenport. He hasn't been nearly as good as anybody would like him to be, has shown improvement, but not as good as we would like him to be to be a starting tackle in this league. It's time for Nick Martin to step up to the plate and say, hey, I'm the guy. And I'm I'm really looking forward to that. On the other side of that, on the defensive side, I'm looking at Aaron Coven. Hmm. Another who? Gang guy. And you want to know how much money we're paying him? <laughs> Signed a four-year contract in the 2018 offseason worth $34 million. Now, that's okay. But it's not okay when you're a healthy scratch last season. There was nothing wrong with you. And the times we saw you play, you didn't look good. I'm really looking at him because, in hindsight, it was a terrible signing, but he's still here. 
And right now he's dealing with in the locker room, and not, not really necessarily in the locker room, but with the team organization, he's dealing with the fact that there's reports that's coming out that the Texans are unsure about his role. This isn't the NBA where you can be unsure about a role and still make some money because they have so much revenue and their cap is so high. And you also only have 15 players to really pay. You have 50-plus guys that you have to pay in the NFL. And for you to make $34 million over the course of four years and your team in your second year is unsure about you, and since you've left Jacksonville, you haven't been good, especially considering there's games, games rather, where you're, you're not playing, but there's nothing wrong. You're scratched. I'm looking to see if he will actually show that he belongs to be on this roster or not. Because if he isn't, I wouldn't be surprised when the final roster has to be made. It ain't nothing to cut him off. On the defensive end, I know this guy position is 100% secure. But the number one guy on the defensive end that I'm looking at is Bradley Roby. Why? Because I truly feel the weight on the Texan secondary is going to fall on his shoulders. And not only that, I feel like this year he might have something to prove because he's on a what kind of deal, John? One year. One year prove it deal. Prove it or lose it. Taking a look at what he was able to do with the Denver Broncos, he's one of the most underrated players in this league. And this can be a this can be a hell of a good year for him. We'll have to see. In Denver, and I've I've hit on this before, he had two stud cornerbacks on the outside of him, his best year. When they moved him to the outside cornerback, that is where he was "quote unquote" exposed. That's why I say this is an this is a highly important year for Bradley Roby. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so, especially considering uh, the guy that brought you in is no longer here, so nobody really has ties to keep you or not moving forward if you don't perform. Like, there's no guy up top that says, "You know what?" But I like him. That guy's gone, and he, he wasn't liked as much with his job. So um, I'm glad you hit on Roby, and I have to bring up Aaron Coven. $34 million over the course of four years. We know the NFL is a league that will cut your ass early. If you, if you ain't performing, uh, I'm sorry. We got to free you. You're done. So uh, I believe that Nick Martin is a guy that we really need to look at moving into his 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 this year. This is a proven year for him, mm-hmm. and I believe he's still on his rookie deal. So you definitely have to prove it. I'm excited for these guys uh, moving forward. What I am excited about is helping my guys out out there, fellas. No matter what, sometimes you need a confidence booster. I've been through it. We've all been through it. And you don't want to make that confidence booster so noticeable. I got exactly what you need. Blue Chew. That is blue like the color chew, like what you do with gum. And the crazy part about it is it's easy, like chewing gum. You pop it in, chew it, and you're ready to go. What is Blue Chew? Well, it helps with the stamina, confidence when you're with a woman in bed. You go in there. Sometimes you may need an extra push, some help. Blue Chew, 
You can check out Blue Chew at BlueChew.com. Again, that's blue like the color. Chew like what you do with the gum you chew whenever you talk to that woman. And Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. They're not messing around here. All they're trying to do is help you. Help yourself. End the night off with a good one. Again, that is BlueChew.com. Again, BlueChew.com. Promo code code to try it for free. All you got to do is pay $5 for shipping. Help yourself. You want to pay $5 for shipping to help you out for a free Blue Chew or go buy a Little Caesars? I know what I'm choosing. And help us out by checking out Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk. You can check this out on YouCanArgueThatSports.com. Also, Megaphone, Stitcher. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. When you go to YouCanArgueThatSports.com to check out the Locked On Texans news, please feel free to scurry across the entire website. We have created a, a sports publication based in Houston from fans, for fans. We have great writers, whether we're covering boxing, basketball. Cody has his own podcast, The Talk, that covers the NBA, Baseball with Cody Taylor. Uh, the Texans, we have a writer, Kenneth Oliver, that covers the Houston Texans. So I know you guys would be very interested in that. Just check us out. Again, that's you can argue that sports.com and subscribe to the website as well. I am your man's John, some sports guy Hickman, and to the right of me, my guy, Cody Davis. Until next time, this is the Bulls on Parade with a party twist. Go out, have fun, be safe. And if you don't feel like going out, you know who you can use? Postmates. Go ahead and get you that free delivery. 100 credits on free delivery. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.